Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out, and make sure you subscribed. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show on 93 WIBC. Oh, let's go to the drivehubor.com hotline, and I'll be a monkey's bare-assed uncle. We've actually connected with Brian Baker. Hey, how you doing, man? You guys were so gracious. You promoted my uh, appearance today. Folks were all excited, and I can tell how beloved I am by the WIBC audience and uh, how disappointed I was, uh, everyone was, by the outpouring of one who said, hey, what happened? I thought you were supposed to be on today. <laughs> you were supposed to be the uh, goose to my maverick today, my wingman, yeah. but there was some sort of technical glitch. and um, there was, and, uh, you know, I, I did. I got a very nice email uh, uh, from a, a regular listener to the show. He said, man, I was really disappointed. I was hoping to hear you on the show today. And I said, well, thank you, Mr. Liggins. And, you know, I'll, I'll be on uh, another time, I'm sure. <laughs> That's such a good inside joke right there. I see what you did. Um, now, for those who don't know, you're not in Indy. The reason that you couldn't be in studio is you live in Georgia, and this is one of the key battleground states. So let's get into it here. Here because yeah. the you know control of the Senate could come down to what happens in Georgia, and just from an outsider's perspective here, Brian, it looks like this has not been a real good week for Herschel Walker. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, let's uh, kind of give everybody a quick overview here. Um, you know, Herschel Walker here, just within the last couple of days, he's a, uh, a big proponent of banning abortion in all cases, including incest, even life of the mother. Well, now the news comes out that he allegedly, uh, an alleged ex-girlfriend, he allegedly had her uh, go ahead and get an abortion and then allegedly wrote her a check for uh, going uh, through the trouble of doing that. And uh, I use a legend, which is, uh, you know, it's a legal term for he, he totally did this. And uh, <laughs> so people are outraged now. They're calling him a hypocrite. And, of course, now they are hoping that folks will switch their vote. I don't think it's going to have a big impact in the race. You know, whether you are a Republican or Democrat, I think both parties are pretty much on the same page when it comes to Herschel Walker, which is that the guy's not very smart. You know, he's there in that position running for Senate, Senate because he has a uh, the, the celebrity uh, backing. People know who he is, and that's why they put him in that spot. And frankly— He's running for a position in the Senate. This isn't president, and this is about the balance of power in Washington. And so you have to prioritize, and I think most Americans are so frustrated, so disenchanted, and really just broken at this point with what Democrats have done and what Democrat policies have done to the country that they're just looking at this point to preserve the republic and get things back to a sense of normalcy and try and rebuild. So I don't think any of this matters. I will say that I think the uh, the Herschel Walker campaign has done a terrible job with this because they have had so many opportunities to take the attack ads that Raphael Warnock's campaign has put out against him and twist them around and use it to beat up his campaign. They went after Herschel Walker for his battle with, with mental health issues. I mean, we've heard nothing from both sides of, uh, of the party, but or of the um, uh, of the political aisle about how we need to to address mental health in this country, and now we've got Raphael Warnock. He's trying to you know shame Herschel Walker for being being very open about his battles with that. We need more people to be talking.
talking about this and seeking help, not hiding in shame and, and dealing with these these issues on their own where they're white knuckling it. But even this abortion issue, what a tremendous opportunity for him to say, you know what, I went through this. It was a shameful experience and it was it was painful. It was painful for me. It was painful for the mother. And so it cemented my belief that we should not have people just getting abortions uh, just at will and using it as another means of birth control. This is something that should really be limited. And I don't understand why his campaign is failing to address any of these issues and go on the attack. I mean, they just are lame. All of that said, as much as the guy sucks, he's still going to wind up winning the election, in my opinion, because folks just want a Republican in Washington and they want the balance of power to shift. Now, I've seen a couple polls lately that show Warnock might actually be ahead, but that's if you buy into polling at all to begin with. You said something really uh, you said something earlier that I found to be really interesting, Brian. So the perception of Herschel Walker is great football player, might not be very smart. Look at the <laughs> lunatic that he's running against, Raphael Warnock. It's not like you're talking about Socrates on the other side of the aisle here. <laughs> this guy is a complete lunatic. Yeah, he is. Um, and, you know, there's supposedly they were supposed to have a debate, which I mean, I was going to be breaking out the popcorn and the beer for that one. That was going to be fascinating television. Uh, I don't know if that's going to go through or not. But, you know, polling down here has been back and forth. And, you know, it always depends on who's actually uh, doing doing the polling. But I think he's going to pull it out. And everyone that I've talked to, I mean, I, I'm very well connected now in the community with people that are in the political scene and all of them are saying the exact same thing behind the scenes. This guy's not too bright. He doesn't have a firm grasp of the issues. I wish he'd just keep his mouth shut because it's so embarrassing, but I'm still voting for him. Brian Baker joining us from Georgia doing the breakdown here on the Hammer and Nigel show. Uh, your good buddy, your Euchre partner, Stacey Abrams, it looks like she's <laughs> about to lose again to the same guy she got beat by the last time to which she never really accepted the loss to begin with. Man, this has got to be a real ego slam if Stacey Abrams goes down in flames again to Brian Kemp. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is not looking good for her, and praise God for that, man. Look, Kemp has done a phenomenal job running this state. Everyone uh, down here is very, very pleased with his leadership. And the fact is, man, I mean, I, I still I see when I'm, I'm filming and I'm in downtown Atlanta, I still see the occasional Stacey Abrams sign out front in, uh, in people's yards. But people are, are happy with what he's done with the state. You know, it was a controversial decision. Georgia was one of the first states to open up. Um, they took a lot of heat for that. But really, uh, it was beneficial to our economy, and we weathered it just fine. Um, just again here, Brian Kemp uh, dealing with this issue of gas prices going up. He has extended the suspension of our state gas tax. People are embracing that. And economically, Georgia has done really well under his leadership. So, you know, he's well known. Uh, people are happy with the job that he's done as our governor. And when the, the Democrats uh, uh, Association, the, the, the Democrats are pulling money out of Georgia. They were doing that a good 30 to 60 days ago and redirecting it to Arizona, where they feel like they've got more of a fighting chance. So, yeah, I think they've thrown in the towel on Stacey Abrams. And thank God for that, man, because, you know, my, we just got settled down here in Georgia. I didn't want to have to move again. And if <laughs> elected, my gosh. <laughs> uh, hey, can you stick around for one more segment? 
Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, because there's a couple of things I want to get your opinion on, including the settlement from Alec Baldwin and the shooting on the set of the movie Rust. You are yeah. a man that works on movie sets. You're a stunt man, so I want to get your thoughts on that. Plus, uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter. Is this going yeah. to be something that we can turn our attentions to? Is this really anything as a little game we play on this show would say? So stick <laughs> around. Brian Baker doing the breakdown. He's coming right back. It's the Hammer and Nigel show. It's the Hammer and Nigel show. I'm Jason Hammer. Big Nigel is out today. Naptown Bry on Twitter. Brian Baker uh, host, former writer here at WIBC, joining us on the drivecubeboard.com hotline. I forgot to mention Stuntman. You've got like a million job titles, but Stuntman on big Hollywood blockbusters definitely needs to be on there. You're the real star of some big upcoming action movies, right? Well, I wouldn't exactly say I'm the real star, but uh, I am uh, uh, going to get some nice screen time here in Black Panther, too. Uh, I shot a, a That's awesome. Stunts on that film. Yeah, yeah. So that was fun. Um, and then uh, working, actually, I mean, it, the truth is it's kind of good that I didn't come with the transition, man. I've had a bunch of driving jobs here in the last couple of months. I'm not sure I've been able to manage keeping all the balls in the air. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been crazy, man, and uh, it's it's been really busy down here in Georgia. Once again, thank you to Governor Kemp for keeping those uh, bill tax incentives <laughs> in place. So knowing what you know about movie sets and everything and in between, the news today that Alec Baldwin has settled uh, an undisclosed amount of money to the family of Helena Hutchins for that fatal shooting on the set of the movie Rust. It was just this past December where Alec Baldwin said he didn't pull the trigger. Now yeah. he's paying what we believe to be as a pretty hefty dollar to the family. Your thoughts? Yeah, undisclosed, which means somewhere in the millions. Um, you know, I don't think that this that this is necessarily a surprise. Um, you know, Alec Baldwin. I, I know. I mean, the guy's almost a human being. I'm sure that he almost feels bad about what happened. And um, you know, he's a producer on this film, so ultimately he bears some responsibility. Uh, this was an accident that clearly occurred due to some fear negligence. And as a producer on the film, you know. He bears responsibility there. Um, the fact that he also happened to be the guy that was holding the gun when it, quote unquote, went off all by itself. Um, you know, I, I don't know whether that had any bearing on the case or not, but, um, you know, I, certainly for the family that, uh, you know, this child that's uh, lost his mom, a uh, husband that lost his wife, and really the industry lost a. a tremendous talent i mean she was really really a, uh, a strong talent was really loved by cast and crew and so uh, it's just a huge tragedy and you know money is not going to necessarily be able to uh, bring any further healing but at least the family is going to have the resources that they need moving forward what i'm a little bit perplexed by is the decision that they're going to go ahead and go back into production now and finish this film out i certainly see the argument that well it's honoring her legacy they're going to finish this film on the other hand um you know as a producer on the film alec baldwin is going to benefit from folks going out and seeing this film who otherwise probably would have ignored it but now right. the fact that it's had so much controversy i mean it, it's 
it's marketing, even though it's unfortunate marketing. So it was kind of a low um, budget film, wasn't it? Like there wasn't yeah. a lot of money behind this. And clearly look at the staff members that they had working on the set. And Alec Baldwin was the biggest star on this thing. It's not like we were talking about some Hollywood blockbuster where the show has to go on. No. I, now, I will tell you one good thing that has come out of this is that it has changed things dramatically on film sets. Um, last week, I shot on a film called Underdogs. It's uh, it's it's starring Snoop Dogg and produced by Snoop Dogg. He plays a <laughs> former NFL superstar who gets in trouble with the law and is sentenced to coach a, a, a youth football team. So, as you can probably ascertain from that plot, it's going to be a real turd. But, Did you interact um, with Snoop on the set? I did. I, and here's the thing. He's actually he's a great guy, but my one interaction with him was me making an ass of myself. <laughs> he and his team were listening to 80s music in their trailer, and uh, I'm sitting in my car. We're getting ready to shoot this scene. He's directly uh, – he's supposed to be in the car directly in front of me in this gold uh, Mercedes SUV. And I hear somebody uh, come up behind the car, and they say, uh, you know, I've been waiting. And like any uh, normal American who was raised in the 80s, I immediately responded with, for a girl, girl like, like you. you. Right. And as I completed the line, the gentleman who was singing was now at the front of my vehicle and turned around, and it was Snoop Dogg, and he gave me this look that clearly said, shut up, you idiot. <laughs> you got the old classic, old school murder was the case Snoop Dogg look. <laughs> yes, I did, man. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, I, I, I kept quiet after that. But we had a lot of guns on that set, and what I've noticed now is that anytime there is a weapon on set, the directors will call the entire cast and crew together. They'll have the safety meeting. They will hold the gun up. They will explain what it is, what bullets they're using, uh, which, of course, are our dummy bullets. And then they will offer the opportunity for anyone on the set to now check the gun and just make sure that they are comfortable with Good. it and feel safe. Good. Yeah. So, I mean, it's changed things dramatically, and, and that's certainly a positive because accidents happen on sets all the time, man. Mr. Baker, let's do this again next week, okay? Please do, man. Thanks for having me on. You got it. That is Brian Baker on Twitter at NaptownBry. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.